Hi there listeners welcome to episode 89 of Never on the Backfoot podcast this is a special series conceptualized to put in perspective the recently concluded IPL mega auction and a preview of sorts before the 2022 edition of this illustrious IPL i will be interviewing a fan from each of the 10 franchises in the IPL as fans are a very important component of the game and hearing from these ardent fans will definitely be enriching On the podcast today we have Pragyan Chaturvedi. He is a student at Christ University Bangalore and is an independent film director, writer and producer. He hails from Bihar and was brought up in Delhi. Apart from cinema and filmmaking, he has particular interests in cricket and football. He has followed the Delhi franchise of the IPL since the very first season. Without further ado, let's dive right into this conversation. Pragyan welcome to the podcast how are you doing today uh, very uh, very thank you for having me over i'm great how are you i'm good thank you so much and uh, let's kick start our discussion so how did you become such a big fan of delhi capitals so i was 8 years old when the first season of ipl was conducted and there's no technical reasoning to it no more than sentimental first is i come from delhi i was brought up in delhi so automatically that makes me a delhi fan and secondly and most importantly i was and i will always be a very big fan of virendra sehwag and soon as i learned that he is playing for uh, delhi capitals or or uh, in fact delhi daredevils i uh, assumed that that's the team i have to love and then over the years it just kept building on and on right and even when you have a look at you know delhi's performance over the years in the ipl it has been a uh, very interesting you know they've uh, had some very tough seasons rocky starts but you know they just make up for it in the end uh, they've never won an ipl trophy like uh, you know rcb and punjab so how was it for you like you know watching your team go through the ups and downs and you know how do you deal with that obviously it has been a heartbreaking journey but then uh you know v- from what i've experienced with delhi over the years i think that has helped in cementing my love for the team because it is important for uh, people to spend bad times with their uh, better house right so that's how it's worked out definitely we started off really well under sehwag and we had the team to reckon with devilliers gambhir all all everything we had back then but then when gambhir left the team it started to fall apart but it's been okay i mean ever since uh, the jsw has taken over the group i mm. think the old delhi the daredevils of uh, the 2008 to 2012 has started started to show so i'd say that i'm happy uh, finally and i'm waiting for that first trophy right and if you could reflect you know on uh, delhi's journey last season uh, what would be your major takeaways it was it was a brilliant team last year also we i mean for the last 3 years we have been the best team in the uh, uh, in the competition because uh, even chennai super kings got uh, they did not they were not able to make it to the semi finals on one occasion same with mumbai indians but in the last 3 seasons delhi has been able to uh, make it to the playoffs all on all three occasions so i'd say not just the last year but the team under ricky ponting ever since it changed from delhi daredevils to delhi capitals it has been one team to reckon with 
as for last year particularly i think there were certain uh, uh, leaks in the team say on number 3 with shreyas ayer missing in the first uh, half of the season we had little bit of struggle where smith and ajinkya could not give what shreyas ayer has been given for the last 4 5 years but still we made it to the playoffs and uh, after such a performance where your team ends in the top 2 and and you don't make even make it to final yeah it was disappointing we deserved it but then again we are uh, inching closer to that trophy that's that's what that's what i would take away from last year's performance fair enough and even when you look at it from an analytical perspective what would be you know the biggest hits and misses of last season if you had to look at it from a macro level players wise you know what was that i think the biggest hit of the last season was the team playing as a whole i mean all of the players if 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 not all then most of the players who played uh, even a single match were able to contribute i mean for example amit mishra he was Uh, not given many matches in the last season but when when he came in he made sure that he made his contribution to the team and he won us a match against mumbai indians by uh, taking four wickets i mean uh, that's that's the biggest takeaway of the last season that even lesser impact players like lalit yadav had a lot of impact to make to the team and as far as the biggest miss is concerned i think the number 3 were uh, smith played on certain occasions and on other occasions uh, rahane played uh, they could not give what ayer has been giving us for the last few years so i think if if ayer was there or if either of the two batsmen i mentioned if they had played well we would be a more lethal team so i think number 3 was the biggest miss the most uh, significant miss of the last season right and even for the last uh, three seasons if you observed i think delhi has been amongst the most consistent sides they've reached the final once they've made the playoffs on all the three occasions now this turnaround obviously came with the appointment of someone like ricky ponting you know as the coach and they have invested in a core that does largely comprise of young players and this is and this is besides proven now uh, match winners so what are your thoughts on that like has it really worked well for delhi definitely i mean uh, let's not take away the credit from shreyas ayer but like even if you give him certain part of that credit most of the credit goes to ricky ponting and what he represents i think delhi capitals now represents what the australian team under ricky ponting represented that is fearlessness and hunger to win all of the matches and uh, that that positive intent in the campaign so uh, i mean all the players had their significant amount of part to play in the team success over the last 3 years but i think the one man which which sta- which stood the tallest for delhi capitals was ricky ponting and what he adds to the team and apart from the team i would not miss the chance to mention uh, how parth jindal has made a difference too i mean since the time he has taken over the management of delhi capitals since delhi daredevils was turned into delhi capitals and path chindal took over the management of the team we have looked a different team and i think that's evident isn't it absolutely and uh, even during the auction if you observe delhi was busy throughout you know trying to get the score back Uh, so my first question is how you know impressed were you seeing that intent in getting the core back and how would you rate the retentions prior to the auctions? Okay, so uh, let's first talk about getting the core back. 
I think uh, we we have been a terrific team over the years in the last three years uh, at least, and it it was very important for us to get that core back because a team is made of its players, right? But we got really unlucky in this auction because most of our players, most of our biggest players were uh, in the first marquee set where everybody had a lot of money and uh, you know everybody had that open opportunity to bid. So. I mean, for the record, out of eleven players that featured in the marquee set, uh, ten have for once in the past played for Delhi, if if not in the team that played the last season. So I mean, four of our most important players, Dhawan, Rabada, uh, Ashwin, and Ayer, they featured in the marquee set, which let other other teams you know bid for them uh, freely and independently. So. Uh, it was very uh, heartening to see Delhi Capitals going for their core team because we bid for most of our players until it was six, seven, eight crores at least. So yeah, the effort is is was beautiful, but I don't think the luck played uh, in our favor. And as far as the retentions are concerned, I I would not say that I'm I'm very happy with all the four retentions. Obviously, Shaw and Dhawan, uh, Shaw and uh, pardon me. Uh, Shaw and Pant uh, were the obvious retentions that all of us knew, but I don't. Although Akshar Patel has been sublime in the team's success, he has uh, given those invaluable overs in the power play. Yet I don't think he is one of the four best players of the team. I, I think at at any rate, I would if I if I was to do the uh, decision making, Ashwin adds a lot more value in all all aspects of bowling and in in other aspects of leadership as well and i think rabada was to be the one to be uh, retained instead of uh, anrakh nokia because rabada has been our go to bowler for all these years that we have seen success and he is the he is the leader of the bowling unit so i think i am not convinced with the retentions but yeah all the four retentions are superb that that goes without saying Right, and uh, David Warner, he is your bona fide IPL legend. He was Delhi's first purchase. Now, if you observe Warner's last season, uh, this was you know before the twenty twenty one T twenty World Cup, he had a very you know a tough time with uh, Sunrisers Hyderabad. Now, uh, but you know during the T uh, twenty World Cup, we just got a reminder of how impactful he can be with those good batting performances. So my question to you first up would be: How important is you know someone like a David Warner in the Delhi setup? And another Aussie, Mitch Marsh, was also added to the squad. And uh, getting these two World Cup winners, you know, for a total of twelve point seven five crores, I think Delhi did, you know, certainly ace the first part of the auction getting these superstars. So, how good were these buys, and how would you rate them? I think it goes without saying that David Warner was the steal of the auction, which concluded a few days ago. I mean, David Warner. If you stand to argue, he could be the best player to ever embrace Indian Premier League. Uh, the amount of runs he has made in the amount of matches he has played, and the impact he has had as an individual on Sunrisers Hyderabad's success, it arguably makes him the biggest player to play the IPL ever. So, getting him for a little over six crore was, I think, the steal of the auction, and not just me. Many people would agree. the kind of value he adds and the position he fills it was very very important to fill shikhar dhawan shoes because he has been the best player of the team in this uh, heroic run that we have had in the last three years so he has been scoring runs over 400 500 runs in all seasons 
uh, I think filling his shoes were very important. And I think uh, David Warner uh, is the steal of the auction and also very important in terms of filling Shikhar shoes. As for Mitchell Marsh, I, I'm not sure how Ricky Ponting is going to make use of him. I don't know if he's going to fill Shreyas Ayer's shoe or Marcus Toynis's shoe because Delhi does not have a, a established batsman for number three also. So that needs to be looked in uh, at also. But yeah, I mean, Australian players are, I think, the most impactful players in the, uh, uh, the most impo- impactful foreign players in the Indian Premier League. And getting our hands on any one of the Australian players, I think uh, it's it's very, very, uh, it's a great deal. That's what I would say. Exactly. I mean, just imagine David Warner and Prithvi Shaw as openers. You have Marsh coming in at number three, Rishabh Pant at four. I mean, no doubt Delhi is probably, you know, it boasts of the strongest top four in the league this time. And the opening combination of uh, David Warner and Prithvi Shaw is probably expected to, you know, give Delhi this impetus in the power play, which is, you know, one of the most important periods in a uh, T20 game. And uh, Mitchell Marsh, as we've seen even in the BBL, when he played for Perth Scorchers, he played that role of an accumulator and he was always there during the crisis. So how awesome does this lineup look to you? I mean, personally, I don't see Mitchell Marsh playing at number three because uh, there is Marcus Stoinis who has been sublime for us in the last two years and his shoes need to be filled too. So, I think Yash Tull is the one who can fill Shreya Shagir's shoe. If not in one season, then say in a couple of seasons or in three seasons. So, I don't see this starting four of Prithvi uh, uh, Shaw, David Warner, Mitchell Marsh and uh, Rishabh Pant. But just to answer your question, it would it's it's awesome. I mean, we have got two players who are who have matured uh, very well in the IPL and in in the world of cricket overall. Uh, our captain Rishabh Pant has been one of the uh, best players in the world in the last uh, eighteen months. And David Warner, I mean, there's there's no need to say anything about him. So this uh, top the starting four. That you mentioned, it seems exciting, but I'm not sure that Delhi is going to go ahead with it. I, I, I would, I would like to see Yash Dhul, uh, you know, on 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 more occasions than not. I would like to see him uh, getting the spot and trying to make the best of it. That's where I am. That's a good point to bring because he's a young player and, you know, early uh, initiation into the setup would do him, would do good to Indian cricket as a whole as well. But uh, when you look at Rishabh Pant, I mean, for you as a Delhi fan, you know, Delhi got him in the auction and then, like, this is many years back and the way he's flowered as a player has been super impressive and this time around, he's going to be donning multiple roles. He's not just going to be keeping and, you know, getting those runs and that finisher role, he's also going to be the captain and uh, he obviously has the talent to come good on all the fronts so uh, what are your you know comments on his growth and what he brings to the table there is there are definitely a lot of things that Rishabh Pant brings to the table and uh, I think the most important of them is the kind of guy he is the kind of superstar that he has turned into because as far as I recall I remember a time where Delhi Capitals had to appoint James Holmes as their captain. There was, I, I think it goes without saying that IPL and 
uh, a team's performance and the overall environment in a team has got a lot to do with the kind of players on the on the team setup. And there was a time in around 2013-14 where Delhi had no players who could uh, who could be the superstars of the league. And I, I think that made a lot of difference to uh, how Delhi capital Delhi Daredevils, in fact, they fared at the at the past seasons of the IPL. So the first most important thing is the kind of superstar he is. And the kind of uh, global value that he adds to the team, and apart from that, I think we as cricket fans, we as cricket followers, know that he has yet to mature as a as a cricketing brain because on certain occasions he has he has been, you know, the kind of rapport that he he has. Mm. Uh, it it is a common understanding that he needs to mature as as an individual in cricket. The kind of shots he plays on certain occasions. I'm. I'm not trying to mince my words. He. He's. He has yet to mature. So I think Rishabh Pant is a very interesting prospect, but that is only when he is, uh, you know, controlled by and when governed properly by Ricky Ponting. So that's my take on Rishabh Pant. The batsman Rishabh Pant. I don't have to say anything about him. I think the most uh, positive uh, impact of Rishabh Pant will be on how he finishes the game because. He has finished important games in the last 18 months for India, and I think that the experience and what you remember from uh, the important days of your life they play a lot of role in how uh, how you know, how you're able to deal in pressure pressure situations. So I think he's he's a great uh, retain for us. He's a great retention, and he has been the heart of Delhi Capitals in the last four or five years. Yeah, I think that is a you know very balanced point of view uh, that you presented, and even with the uh, acquisitions of Shardul Thakur, Chetan Sakaria, Khalil Ahmed, and Kamlesh Nagarkoti, I think Delhi Capitals does have a lot of variety in the Indian pace department, and this is something that not a lot of teams can boast of. And the added advantage here is that there are a good mix of right-hander and left-hand fast bowlers. So don't you think Delhi Capitals actually has a solid, uh, you know, bowling unit in place? And definitely on paper they look like very solid. Yeah, yeah, that that's there. I mean, Delhi Capitals is one of the most diverse bowling, and uh, I think it will make a bigger impact when Delhi is back in Kotla. Uh, from I, I suppose I hope from the 2023 season, I am not sure how this bowling is going to fare in Maharashtra. But the kind of bowlers Chetan Sakaria and Mr. Fizur are, or for that matter, even Shadul Thakur, they are going to fare really well at Kotla. Is is what I hope. Uh, it's it's a very diverse bowling lineup, and the good thing is Delhi as a team can uh, uh, rotate these bowlers according to. The pitch that they they are playing or on or the team uh, against which they are playing. So that way, yeah, it's it's a great bowling setup. I think we miss one uh, senior international fast bowler. That's what we had uh, the last time around. He was Ishan Sharma, and uh, he may not have had the greatest impact on the team, but it's always good to have uh, somebody with with that sort of experience. That that's why I was hoping that Delhi gets their hands on Umesh Yadav, but unfortunately, it didn't happen. But with what we have, uh, certainly, if it's not the team of this year, it's it's most definitely the bowling unit is going to mature into one of the bowling lineups to uh, you know fathom with in the next couple of years. 
Right. And uh, to focus, you know, largely on Shardul Thakur. Now, he was the biggest purchase in the auction for, uh, you know, 10.75 crores when you look at Delhi. But um, he's a player who can, you know, bowl with the new ball and at the death and he deserves every bit of their that bid. Now, his prowess with the bat is another dimension that, you know, adds a lot of balance to Delhi Capital squad. So how crucial will, you know, he be to Delhi Capital's prospects going ahead this IPL? I think Shadul Thakur has been one of the biggest players of the Indian cricket in the last few months, if if not more. He is he's very uh, hardworking is is what I can gather from my observation, and he has that will to to be able to bring the best inside him. Uh, I I'm not sure that his bowling is more important than his batting because, as I said, Marcus Toynis's shoes need to be filled in this Delhi setup. And for that, it is important for uh, you know two or three batsmen like Shadul Thakur to come together because Marcus Toynis has that kind of quality and ability. It's it's not easy to be Marcus Toynis. So I think Shadul Thakur com- combined with uh, Rohman Powell and Akshar Patel, they are going to be able to fill Marcus Toynis's shoes in batting and in bowling. He I think he is the crunchiest player of our times. He always comes in those crunch moments and he gets those wickets when they are most necessary. Uh, so uh, adding Shadul Thakur to this setup, I think it's going to give uh, Delhi what was missing in the last few years. That is one solid man uh, at, at number six or number seven. That's what he's going to add to the Delhi setup. Yes, and uh, you know Delhi obviously had a very good auction, and many people echoed the same sentiment on uh, social media as well. Now, obviously, you know, with the acquisition of Mustafizur Rahman for two crores, KS Bharat for two crores, and even Kuldeep Yadav for two crores, and this is decent money and players who can actually add a lot of value to the team if you know given a chance. So, what were your thoughts on uh, these acquisitions, and uh, do you see them in the playing eleven? I think we have seen enough memes on how the Delhi auction went around this year. Uh, I think uh, Kiran Gandhi has been absolutely phenomenal with the way he has approached the auction. I think barring two or three players that I thought should have been in Delhi, say Marcus Toy, uh, uh, Manas Labushain to fill the number three spot and Umesh Yadav or another senior bowler, we have done fantastically. And out of all the names that you take, I think uh, my most exciting player of Delhi's auction will be Kuldeep Yadav because I, I am I am uh, very excited to watch how he fares at the uh, Firosha Kotla. I think Kotla is one, it's, it's a small stadium, but it is one for the spinners. And uh, it is it has definitely got a lot more to offer to spinners than uh, Eden Garden. So I am very excited to see how uh, Kuldeep Yadav fares. Delhi is definitely a pitch for Mustafizur Rahman as well. I think all these players that you mentioned, which Delhi bagged for uh, an amount of 2 crore, they are not going to be in the fixed 11. Uh, they, they are all going to be bowlers who are uh, rotated every now and then according to the needs of the team. Right. And uh, earlier in this episode, we did talk about the strong batting that uh, Delhi boasts of. And still not done. You have Mandeep Singh and uh, Rovman Powell, who are, you know, good uh, middle-order options. And... Uh, you know, Delhi can actually use them in the middle order for their uh, betterment. 
Now, overall, Delhi Capital does have this, you know, solid uh, group of 15 to 17 players that absolutely makes them a team to look forward to. So, what do you think? And, you know, how can Delhi actually strike a balance with all these players? Uh, see, honestly, I think this Delhi team is a downgrade to the one which we had last year. And not like I'm complaining, this was bound to happen. It happens when uh, teams go into mega auctions and with two more teams in the league now, it was bound to happen. There was bound to be a downgrade in every team. And I think barring CSK, every team has seen that kind of a downgrade in the, in the quality of players they have on uh, set positions of uh, the team. Uh, let's say how we lost Shreyas a year is, is going to be the downgrade of the auction. Uh, I, although we bet for, although we went for him, we bid for him uh, till uh, nearly nine crores. Uh, we lost him. That that shoes of Shreyas a year uh, are going to be very difficult to fill. Uh, similarly with Ashwin, the kind of uh, experience and the kind of expertise he brings as a cricketer, it's not going for it's not going to be easy for any cricketer. Uh, of, of the world to fill that shoe. So, these are exciting 15-17 players and I think more than the team of this year, it's a future team. I think if we uh, uh, remove David Warner, this is a team which can play together for at least 6 to 8 or even say 10 years. So, I think this team is the one to reckon with but it will be in, in future's time. Two or three years later, this will be one team uh, to, to, you know, to be to record with. That's what my gathering of the auction is. Right. And even, you know, the express pace of Rabada and Andrik Nokia was probably one of the strengths that, you know, DC had over the last uh, two seasons. And they would have loved to have another searing, you know, pace bowler to partner Nokia this time around. But they're probably going to have to manage with Lungi and Gidi and Mustafizur. Now, another cover for Nokia, who is currently out of action because of that hip injury, would have placed Delhi in a better position. So how do you think Delhi will fare? I think coming back to uh, the question where we talked about uh, retentions, I think if not uh, Ashwin instead of Avesh, it, uh, if not Ashwin instead of uh, uh, Akshar, it could have been Avesh Khan because he has been great for us in the last two years. So yeah, it's a massive downgrade uh, in, in the bowling unit of Delhi. Although I know disrespect to all the players that Delhi have bought and they're all fantastic players. Yet, how we operated as a team, how we operated as a bowling unit, that's that's that was phenomenal. I think Delhi has been, if not the best, the second or third best bowling unit in the last three years combined. So, losing out on Rabada and Abhish Khan, I think it's, it's as lethal as losing out on Shreyas Ayer is. But again, this is a team, as I said, it's a team of the future. I think uh, Chetan Sakaria or even Khalil Ahmed, if these lot play together for two or three years under the able management that Delhi has, I think they'll be able to fare well in some time, if, if not immediately. That's what my takeaway is. Okay. And even the spin department for Delhi looks a little thin. Now, this is in the absence of uh, campaigners like Ashwin and Amit Mishra. Kuldeep Yadav too has struggled in recent times, but then, you know, he shows glimpses of those promise here and there. And, uh, you know, in case he fails to show up, the pressure would fall on Akshar Patel, you know, one of the retentions to actually, to, you know, carry the burden and bulk of the work. So, I mean, how do you think uh, Delhi will manage with this probably one weakness that might poke them? 
I think uh, there's only one answer to this question, and that is Firosha Kotla. Uh, there are there are pitches which don't support spin, and then there are those which do. So uh, Delhi has got a handful of spinners in Praveen Dubey, Akshar Patel, Kuldeep Yadav, few more few more names that I don't recall. But I think Firosha Kotla is going to be able to help the Delhi team. Obviously, like I said, this is as an overall team is a downgrade. and it is a downgrade as a bowling unit as well but we are yet to see much of uh, uh, praveen dubey and uh, i think delhi should have bought amit mishra he he is the one player who has done excellently for delhi capitals mm. and i think he could have managed to do that for another couple of years going forward so uh, not buying amit mishra back is going to be one of the misses of the auction as as i put it But yeah, I think uh, the Delhi spinners are going to be able to do better at Firosha Kotla. As I said, I'm very excited to see how Kuldeep fares at the ground. Right, and uh, Delhi also boasts of some very good domestic recruits. So, who are some of the players that you personally are looking forward to? You know, watching out for them, and uh, any exciting players from that list? Uh, the most exciting player is Yash Dhol. I mean, I hope that you know the Delhi management. trusts in him and gives him that number 3 slot as soon as possible and keep him there on on more occasions than not because i remember a time when uh, shreyas ayer and rishabh pant were the two main batsmen of delhi capitals and they were not at all established but they were given most games quite frankly because we did not have any other batsmen in the team setup Uh, but then you know it's it's loud and clear how that's fared for delhi i mean shreyas ayer and Uh, Rishabh Pant have been the one to carry Delhi in their bad times as well as the good times. So uh, I think I I am looking forward to seeing more of Kamlesh Nagarkoti and Yash Dhol. I think more more games should be given to these two and more trust should be shown because Delhi as a franchise is the loudest and the best example of how to groom uh, young talent and how to make them into a solid team, which represents. more than half of the national team right and uh, you know if you had to prepare a swot analysis for delhi capitals what would that entail analysis for delhi capitals i think uh, the strength of delhi capital lies in the top 4 uh, i mean barring that third position where i am not sure who is going to play and how they are going to fare how they are going to perform i think opening maximum number of overs that uh prithvi shaw and david warner have to play i think prithvi shaw should see a role changing wherein he should be made to uh, play more overs than just the power play and a little bit more than that uh, so i think top 4 is the strength of the team uh, weakness of the team i think uh, not just for this season i'm talk- talking for all the three seasons that are uh, coming ahead and when delhi gets back to kotla the fast bowling unit could be a problem in delhi Uh, we have seen that over the years delhi hasn't had uh, you know a bunch of very influential fast bowlers and that has not fared very well for them i mean at one point vijay shankar and harshil patel were the uh, main fast bowlers in the team along with rabada and delhi uh, got eliminated of the tournament very easily so weakness of the team is fast bowling at the delhi stadium uh, opportunities lie in the youth of the team as they always do Uh, I mean, who knows who is the one youth that is going to, you know, make out of the team and make it to the national team and make it big. But there are a bunch of very uh, uh, hopeful lads, 
and uh, i think more importantly they are in the right hands of ricky ponting i think that man is going to make the best use and uh, he's not just going to give uh, delhi fans uh, an ipl trophy in in the coming years but he's also going to give indian fans uh, a bunch of uh, you know really hopeful and really talented youngsters to play with uh, threat of uh, the season will be number 3 uh, as it was in the first uh, half of the last season where smith and ajinkya failed to add anything to the team because if uh, uh, warner and shaw even if they give their best and there is nobody to anchor that number 3 role because there is always a requirement for an anchor at number 3 and we have seen how uh, teams have suffered when they have not had a proper number 3 to play with so i think that is going to be one threat which can lead to you know delhi capitals not performing that great in the upcoming ipl season right and if you had to you know prepare an ideal playing 11 for delhi capitals this season what would that look like there it's a very uh, tricky question because there are a lot of players to choose from and all of them have different uh, things to offer to the team so i mean mostly it would depend on who is the opposition and where the match is being played but one team that could play in delhi i think would be uh, it would be shaw and warner then followed by yash tulakri because i really want to see that chap getting an opportunity on more occasions because i want i can see him filling yash yashu then obviously followed by rishabh pant uh, rovman powell has shown incredible promise in the last t20i so i mean i can't keep him out i cannot even if i try hard followed by lord sharbul i think he has to be there and i think if he is given more batting opportunities he can contribute better to uh, the overall setup i think he shouldn't be pushed down under he should be brought up and he should be given more of the batting i think after uh, you know six five batsmen uh, uh, sharbul is going to get appropriate number of uh, overs to play with then followed by lalit yadav he has been incredible for the team and he adds a lot of their uh, capitals value as well because he has played in the team so i think in an attempt to play the old delhi capitals and as many players from that setup as possible lalit yadav would be in my playing 11 followed by obviously akshar uh, then i would love to see nagar koti getting that opportunity uh, kuldeep and nokia would be my last two so Uh, Shaw, Warner, Yash Dol, Pant, Rahman Powell, Shardul, Lalit Yadav, Akshar, Nagar Koti, Kuldeep Yadav, and Andrik Norkia would be my level for the captains. Perfect. I mean, they look like a very good side, a side to reckon with, and uh, you know they can potentially be a threat to a lot of teams uh, coming in as well. first segment of this episode that was the analytical part on uh, delhi's auction we now move on to the rapid fire uh, we're we're looking at a few questions here so you can give one word answers or you know you can choose to explain them but probably just in a line so are you ready yeah sure let's go think was the best buy for delhi i think it goes without saying that it was david warner and there is no need for any explanation for this question uh, for this answer right worst buy according to you i think at the price tag that uh, khalil ahmed comes with i think it was not required at all so i would rate him as a worst buy and who do you think was the surprise buy for delhi i i was i was really hopeful that lord comes in our team but i was not at all expecting that to happen so yeah shardul thakur at that price i think 
he was the surprise buy and uh, who do you think would be the player of the season from this squad potentially i hope it is uh, either pant or david warner but i'm david i am betting on david warner because he has uh, you know some uh, calculations to settle right and who do you think will be the dark horse for delhi capitals this season i've got two names for this question uh, one is kuldeep yadav hmm. i think similar to david warner even he has many scores to settle but uh, that's another thing kuldeep yadav is one answer and uh, what we saw for roman powell in the last t20 i could be he could be the dark horse for delhi capitals coming in this season and who do you think will be the surprise player who's going to like shock all of us with his good performances could be uh, could be yashdol because not a lot of people are betting on him but i see him filling those shreyas ayer shoes coming coming ahead okay and uh, your expectations from delhi capitals this season a fans expectation is that the team is going to win the trophy but quite frankly with the team we have i think we are going to end at number 4 or number 5 and the team is not going to qualify for the finals so your predictions uh, your unbiased prediction on where delhi will end up is still that they'll be at 4 4 or 5 i mean not above that not below that that's what my prediction would be okay and that concludes our rapid fire section do you have any final thoughts uh, for the listeners of this episode and most importantly delhi capitals fans i mean as a fan i have got a lot to say but very briefly uh, i would i i taking this opportunity i would like to thank path jindal and ricky ponting and also ayer and pant for what they have done for the team because after the first few magnificent years under uh, virender sehwag the team saw a downfall like no other so that was really depressing because i connect to delhi with my heart uh, i think this management which is held by path jindal and the coaching staff which is led by ricky ponting is is going to take this team to greater heights even further but for what they have done and what they continue to do i would like to thank them and i wish delhi capitals are the very best for the coming season uh, i mean apart from my unbiased uh, expectation and prediction of the team i hope that they get us the trophy in the coming seasons that's what i have to say It's very well put because uh, we've seen how Delhi has uh, flowered in the past uh, three seasons, and even they've been uh, <laughs> unfortunately in the like in the company of RCB and uh, Punjab Kings who have not yet won an IPL trophy. So hopefully this time around they can you know have a change in fortunes and finally claim uh, their finally claim the silverware. So that would be the expectation. And uh, with that we'd uh, you know draw curtains on this episode. Uh, I'd like to take this opportunity uh, to thank you for joining me on the podcast and uh, for you know sharing such lovely insights. Thank you so much for also accommodating this interview in your busy schedule. <laughs> We're undergraduate students, so it's you know just making the most of what, the time that's with us. And uh, here's hoping to have you back on the podcast sometime in the future for more collaborations to come. Till then, stay safe and thank you so much. Thank you.
I'd like to thank you all for ardently supporting my blog and this podcast. We are growing each episode strength to strength. It really gives me the zeal to keep working and delivering quality content to you all. A heartfelt thank you. Do check out at the rate never on the back foot on Instagram for the latest facts, trivia, quizzes, terminology, and a lot more that's coming your way this cricket season. The podcast is also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Overcast, and a lot of other platforms. So please do spread the word. Also, feel free to share your thoughts and suggestions for the already published episodes and recommendations for future topics. Do share this episode widely and your support is really appreciated. See you next time listeners. Cheers, stay safe and take care. Bye for now.